communicating effectively with kids. Communication in general forms a very important aspect in life. Without communication, communication of any kind for that matter, be it verbal, non-verbal, or communication through signs or any other mode, life would have been unable to progress in a smooth manner and civilization itself would not have been evolved. Even animals, no matter at what level of minute existence they are in, have this inherent quality of communication embedded into their core. It is communication that helps us all to function and to sustain all the things in life. All this information suggests the necessity of communication for life to function properly and even exist. Because just for existing, communication is so important, which all the animals and all the life in the nature does for existing. Everything in nature communicates, which is the essence of the creation itself. So having an awareness of this communication element in the world of positive parenting, let us look at how communicating effectively with the kids forms the basis of raising happy and healthy kids and forms the basis of the essence of the positive parenting. So how do parents communicate effectively with their children so that they listen and respond accordingly? How to make them understand the parents' point of view and the parents' good and safe intentions for their growth, success and sanity and security in their lives? It all begins with effective communication. People communicate all the time. But how much of that communication is actually being considered seriously and being put into action? So the key here is to communicate effectively so others listen and kids in particular with all their various distractions listen to what is being communicated and carry on with what is being said. Communication with children should be such that Children understand what the parents say and are eager to do what the parents have communicated because children have understood the essence behind the parents' communication and are eager to put them into action for their own good and for their own interest. So let's understand as to what is the key to communicating effectively with the kids. The key to communicating effectively begins with making great connections. And when parents make great connections with their kids, they are interested in what parents have to say. So looking at how great connections can be made, connections can be made based on respect and skill that it requires. That is, 
messages which preserve the self-respect of both the parent and the child and statements of understanding that prevail before any advice or instructions that follow. Let's take an example to explain how great connections can be made to start off the effective communication process. John, a little boy, nine years of age, comes home very angry. His class was scheduled to go on a field trip, but it had gotten cancelled due to rain. Instead of reacting back to his angry behavior, which his father has had always done, his father decided to use a different approach. He refrained from using cliches as how he knew that John would always get angry and frustrated when something were to go wrong. He refrained from using statements such as, what's the use of getting angry? That doesn't make the rain go away. You are showing that anger on me as if I was the one who made it rain. Don't be silly. His father knew that these sorts of cliched statements had not worked in the past. So instead, he tried to react by understanding his son's emotions and reflecting it back to him. He said, It must have felt really bad. You were so excited about the picnic and then the darn rain came down pouring. No wonder you are angry. When his son heard about his father reflecting back his emotions, he felt really relieved. And surprisingly, he began to brush off his own anger, saying things like, It's alright dad, this is not an only day for the picnic, we still can go on many other days. So instead of a ruined afternoon, there was an environment of understanding and calmness at home and the rest of the afternoon was spent peacefully with both the child and the father spending quality time with one another. So we can notice here that the communication that was made was very effective because even before communicating, a great connection was made and that connection came through not reacting to the child's emotions but reflecting back to the child which the child felt happy hearing about thinking that his father could understand his point of view his father could understand his anger his father could understand his frustration and just knowing the fact that his father could understand him so well it made the anger go away and John himself began to act like a grown-up, consoling himself and telling encouraging words to himself and surprisingly in turn trying to calm down the father just like any father would calm down the child. So the father's reflecting back of the child's emotions was really effective in communicating this message. Here the message or the communication was plain simple. That is, it was not to mess up the situation that had already happened. And so the father was successful in 
handling such a situation by effective communication. There is an important lesson to be learned by the parents here. That is, it is in their best interests of both themselves and their children to not react to their emotions in a negative way nor start giving them even advice in hopes of setting something right and in hopes of setting right something that practically cannot be done. It is important just to listen and reflect those strong emotions back to children if such a situation occurs and it should be done in a way that tells the children that parents know how they are feeling and are equally troubled just like them. Also, children let out a little bit of their emotions and when parents instead of putting a balm on them, if the parents start reflecting and reacting just like the children, children are supposedly more calmer. An interesting thing to note here is children usually do not let out all of their problems. They just let out a little bit of their emotions. They come out with explaining a little bit of their problems. But the rest of what happened and what they are going through, they expect parents to understand it by themselves. So, Parents have to understand really how the kids are feeling even without them having to say each and everything of or each and every emotions of themselves. Parents have to reciprocate and comfort their children by being on their side. Let's take another example of how to react and also how not to react when a child tells something. Suppose a child says, my friend screamed at me. Then a parent can reflect back emotions or even not say anything at all. That's sending a message for the child or that's sending an effective communication to the child saying that I hear you and I feel your pain. And when the child is venting out very strong feelings, it's good for the parents to just be there and empathize by saying nothing at all or just by saying words like, oh, mm-hmm. So just by listening and empathizing, parents can to a very large extent bring down those negative feelings that are nesting in the children. Let's also look at how not to react when the child says that her friend screamed at her. A parent should not say things like, you must have been up to something. I know your friend well too. She's not as bad as you think. You must have done something upsetting. And naturally, she has screamed at you. Statements like these are damaging to the child's morale so instead of saying negative statements or communicating negative things to the child it's best for the parent to not get involved at all and just leave the room let's 
take yet another example of not only reflecting back emotions but also taking that opportunity to praise the child when the child tries to do something right for example andy comes home from school looking very tired his mother asks him what's the matter honey you look so tired andy says yes i'm dog tired mom it was my worst day i had to get punished for no fault of mine and when mother asked andy the reason to tell her more about what happened andy said i was sitting quietly and my friend started talking to me even though he knew we shouldn't talk then my teacher saw this and asked both of us to go outside and kneel down mother reflected back his emotions how annoying you had to go and painfully kneel outside for no fault of yours that's really bad and that's really tiring no wonder you're so tired to which andy said i even tried to convince my teacher and told her that i knew how smart she was in finding out whose fault it was but she just smiled then mother said wow look at you a young boy complimenting his teacher as to how smart she was now it did not solve the things though but at least it did put a smile on her face and in the future i think she will be thinking better before taking any such decisions so by reflecting back the emotions and equally actively praising her son's efforts to be solution oriented and his mother helped him lessen his frustration and also brought cheer to his face by praising his efforts so this is how effective communication works so all in all effective communication is all about when to say what in order to make those connections with the child and this is the type of communication that children want to hear and they are put in that position to actually follow and listen to what the parent wants to say it's a mutual connection that is established by the way of effective communication from the parent so showing empathy and understanding reflecting back feelings respecting the child and also praising the efforts carried out by the child goes a long way in effectively communicating with the child and sets the tone for a better parent child relationship